Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the March 26th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 606 to 612 of the Catechism. 3. Christ offered himself to his Father for our sins. Christ's whole life is an offering to the Father. 606. The Son of God who came down from heaven, not to do his own will, but the will of him who sent him, said on coming into the world, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. And by that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. From the first moment of his incarnation, the Son embraces the Father's plan of divine salvation in his redemptive mission. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. The sacrifice of Jesus for the sins of the world expresses his loving communion with the Father. The Father loves me because I lay down my life, said the Lord. I, for I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. 607. The desire to embrace his Father's plan of redeeming love inspired Jesus' whole life, for his redemptive passion was the very reason for his incarnation. And so he asked, And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, for this purpose I have come to this hour. And again, shall I not drink the cup which the Father has given me? For the cross, just before, from the cross, just before it is finished, he said, I thirst. The Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. 608. After agreeing to baptise him with the sinners, John the Baptist looked at Jesus and pointed him out as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. By doing so, he reveals that Jesus is at the same time the suffering servant who silently allows himself to be led to the slaughter and who bears the sin of the multitudes and also the Paschal Lamb, the symbol of Israel's redemption at the first Passover. Christ's whole life expresses his mission to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus freely embraced the Father's redeeming love. 609. By embracing in his human heart the Father's love for men, Jesus loved them to the end. For greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. In suffering and death, his humanity became the free and perfect instrument of this divine love which desires the salvation of men. Indeed, out of love for his Father and for men, whom the Father wants to save, Jesus freely accepted his passion and death. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. Hence the sovereign freedom of God's Son. So he went out to his death. At the Last Supper, Jesus anticipated the free offering of his life. 6.10 Jesus gave the supreme expression of his free offering of himself at the meal shared with the twelve apostles. On the night he was betrayed, on the eve of his passion, while still free, Jesus transformed this last supper with the apostles into the memorial of his voluntary offering to the Father for the salvation of men. This is my body which is given for you. This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. 6.11 The Eucharist that Christ institutes at that moment will be the memorial of his sacrifice. Jesus includes the apostles in his own suffering, in his own offering, sorry, 
and bids them to perpetuate it. By doing so, the Lord institutes his apostles as priests of the new covenant. For their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in the truth. The agony at Gethsemane, 612. The cup of the new covenant, which Jesus anticipated when he offered himself at the Last Supper, is afterwards accepted from by him from his father's hands in his agony in the garden of at Gethsemane, making himself obedient unto death. Jesus prays, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Thus he expresses the horror that death re- represented for his human nature. Like ours, his human nature is, des- is destined for eternal life. But unlike ours, it is perfectly exempt from sin, the cause of death. Above all, his human nature has been assumed by the divine person of the author of life, the living one, by accepting in his human will that the Father's will be done. He accepts his death as redemptive, for he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. Very well, so this section continues and we're looking at, um, as always, looking at Christ's love. That this is who Christ is, the one who loves and joins us to himself. That again, everything revolves around this mystery of unity, this mystery of the Trinity. That the Trinity is one, God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are one. And Christ's mission was to incorporate us into this oneness that this is what the eastern church calls deification theosis being incorporated into this oneness of god and by offering himself this is what he does that his love is redeeming and he brings us into himself this is why also that the sacraments have value i mean again that the apostles are there and they're brought into this mystery and given this um responsibility not so much power, but more a responsibility, a mission of celebrating the Eucharist, of celebrating the sacraments, to make Christ present, to make him present so that his passion, so that we can be incorporated into his passion, so that we can then find his resurrection, that always these things go together, that we are invited to be one with him in his passion so that we can be one with him in his resurrection. That this is the, 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 the line we use say at Mass that uh, was removed in the last translation. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. I remember looking after an old priest who was dying. And the last couple of days, that's all he said. He repeated over and over again, Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. And that we're invited by our faith to join ourselves to his passion. That Christ wants to incorporate us into his passion so that he can incorporate us into his resurrection so that each one of us can truly taste how good it is to be with the Lord so that each one of us can be near him so that each one of us can be transfigured can be changed, can be lifted up can be filled with the light of his resurrection by allowing ourselves in our um, earthly life by allowing ourselves when we're facing our sufferings by allowing ourselves when we are suffering under the cross to be joined to him so that this unity of the Trinity, so that this communion that is offered, that we can live lives of communion, communion with one another, 
and most importantly communion with God so that we can triumph over death and find the power of Christ and his resurrection in our lives. So we continue tomorrow. We'll be uh, looking at number 613 to 618. God bless.